Hey, Hannah, what do you get when you put two Gen Zers in a room? I don't know. Exactly. And we're going to figure it out together. Hit the track. You're listening to the Brave Girls Podcast with Hannah McNeely and Michaela Nemhard. Hello, hello. Welcome, Welcome back. back. <laughs> We're so happy that you're here. Yes. Oh my gosh, guys. We have an exciting episode for you today. I'm Michaela. And I'm Hannah. And we are really happy that you've come to join us on Absolutely. this podcast to listen to this episode. We're going to have such a cool conversation. Michaela, yes. will you introduce our guest? Absolutely. Uh, okay, so guys. We have an awesome guest today, and she's inspiring so many young people out there and doing great works in the community, and she was also most recently engaged to my big bro, Julian. So drumroll please, everyone. We have Kiana Clarice Irby. Welcome to the show, girl. Oh my gosh, y'all. I'm so excited to um, be on your podcast today. I've just listened to y'all's podcast since day one. Y'all are doing amazing things. So I'm excited for today. Thank you. Yes. uh, Yes. Amazing. And as you can probably hear, Kiana Mm -hmm. is not from Canada. So Kiana, will you Mm -hmm. tell us where you're from? Yes, I am an Okie. I am from the great state of Oklahoma, um, uh, you know, in the U.S., and I've been here my whole life. I really haven't traveled much, but yeah, I'm the true Okie girl, Southern, just small town girl, and yeah, I love it here, so yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, so guys, today's episode is about mentorship, okay? Ooh, Mm. so Kiana, can you tell us a bit about yourself, your life, and your story? Yeah. Um, so I, like I said, am from Oklahoma, been here my whole life and grew up in a single parent home. My dad was murdered when I was three years old. And that definitely affected a lot of my life. Um, it caused me to have like challenges that I really could not, you know, handle really growing up. But I had an amazing mom. She worked really hard, taught me a lot about um, working hard and making good grades. That was something she was really big on me about um, until I actually went off to college and was a first generation college student and graduate. And so uh, that was just one of the big accomplishments. And I think that was really where I learned a lot about um, my life is was in college. I had all of these amazing people that surrounded me and just got to experienced different cultures, uh, being at a very diverse university, and it just grew my heart really for people. That's actually where I gave my life to Christ was in college. Um, I was just tired of living the the same old life and not really getting different results. And and um, I just got connected to a church during that time where it was a lot of young adults who were living out their purpose. And I started to go on this journey of like, what is purpose and what is my purpose and um, how can I use that in my everyday life, but also even in the church. And so I've gone on that journey for the past like five years, um, 2015, um, was when I really said I wanted to live for the Lord. And um, yeah, so since then, I've been recently connected at a church uh, for the past three years and have just built some amazing friendships. And so now I'm here today and recently started a nonprofit. And um, God has just done some crazy things, even in the midst of COVID, um, where people just thought like life was going to stop and shut down. But I believe the Lord, he still um, moved on even some things like maybe goals we didn't set at the beginning of the year, there was new things that were birthed in the midst of COVID. And so it's been a journey for sure. 
Mm -hmm. Wow. Amazing. Thank you for sharing a little bit about yourself. It's so good to get to know you a little bit more because Mm -hmm. Michaela knows you quite well because you're engaged to her brother, but I, this is the first time I'm meeting you. So this is really cool to hear a little bit more about your story and who you are. Mm-hmm. Yes. Awesome. Um, okay. So today's topic is mentorship. Oh, yeah. So we have brought you in because you are a bit of an expert on mentorship. So we want to know uh, what does mentorship mean to you and what does being a mentor look like? Yeah. Um, mentorship truly like really means everything to me. It's something that um, I didn't know I needed, but then when I had it, I like it, I could I can't live without it. And I think, um, yeah, what it means to me is really taking someone underneath your wing and just showing them the ways of life that you've experienced and maybe even helping them go down the journey that they have. Because I think true mentorship is like your mentee surpasses what you've done. You should want more for them than you experienced. And um, so, yeah, being a mentor to me is like that. Like I um, always try, especially the young girl that I mentor, I always try to tell them to like not repeat the same mistakes I made. And I'm like, uh, if I can teach you anything, it's just to be, you know, your best self and to be, um, I would say the word brave. I know that's the name of y'all podcast, but just be brave in everything that you feel led to do. Um, And so, that's a little bit about what mentorship means to me and being a mentor um, is just really being selfless and giving all that you have um, to the person that's looking up to you. So That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I have a question for you. So have you been mentored before? Okay. Yes. So uh, it, I have, I actually have a mentor right now. She's amazing. Her name is Radhika Cruz and she has a podcast as well. She's amazing. Um, but there was years where I did not have a mentor and it was really hard. Um, like I said, I'm an only child and so I didn't have a big sister or anyone to kind of show me the way. And so actually um, two years leading up to like now, I was like praying and almost like crying out every day to God, like, God, I need a mentor. Like, I know that you have big plans for my life, but I have never, no one's ever, I haven't seen this be done before. And like, I know that God has called me to be a trailblazer, but I'm like, I want to be successful. Like, I don't want to fail at what you're calling me to do. And I felt like if I had someone who'd done it before or done something like it, I'll be more successful. And I really started to kind of like idolize mentorship. And I was like, you know, thinking that I couldn't do anything if I didn't have a person. And I started to realize that like, God doesn't give us anything that we're going to idolize. Like he won't give us something that we're going to make bigger than him. And so I had to come to terms like if, I can't see that God is enough, then a mentor will not be enough because we're imperfect. I think that's the biggest, one of the biggest things I learned about being a mentor is that I'm not going to have all the answers for the person that, you know, um, God has given me influence to mentor. And so um, I think that in these past two years, I've had to realize that. And so when Radhika came into my life and she started to challenge me, I had to like, am I going to be ready for her to like call out things in me that maybe I don't see? Am I going to be ready to like receive her critiquing and also for like the back I didn't realize that mentorship needed boundaries like I can't just call her anytime I want to like she has a husband and kids and so the years that I didn't have one I think really prepared me for it now in the season that I have one I'm able to receive like her love and um like even when she wants to bless me I'm like oh I don't feel like I deserve this but like her giving of her wisdom to me is like such a gift now um because I was without a mentor like and I had people pouring into my life like unofficially like they would you know sow a seed of encouragement to me but it wasn't like an official mentor like where I'm like hey this is my mentor so now I have that and it's just it's such a blessing so yeah I'm super grateful absolutely wow thank you so much for that 
Yeah, that's so cool. I I also have experienced like having a mentor before and it's it's truly like it is such a blessing like yeah. to be, have someone pouring into you and be giving to you and um yeah and it's I I think growing up I also like had this idea that a mentor was just like you know it was like a one-sided thing like it's like they're like pouring into you and that's mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. you know it <laughs> and yeah. maybe that's like that's kind of the model that it took when I was young but then now it's so cool to like have a mentor and also be pouring into them equally yeah. yeah, or equally in, in a different way, you know, like right. yeah. it's, it's a different kind of pouring into. So yeah. I always yeah. just think of it like mentorship is, is an exchange. Like you're giving me something and I'm giving you something. A lot of times my mentor will say like, wow, Kiana, I'm learning a lot from you. And even like from my like, you know, teenage girls that I'm mentoring, like they teach me things. And I'm like, wow, I didn't think I would learn anything from them. Not to say that I'm like, I know it all, but I'm like, wow, y'all taught me something very valuable in a very small conversation. And so I really believe that mentorship is an exchange and it shouldn't be one-sided. So, yeah. Right. Absolutely. So true. So true. Um, okay. I was wondering, um, so there's this model that I was kind of given when I was like growing or not growing up, but just getting more interested in mentorship as a, as a, um, thing, I guess, like, I, you know, getting more interested in mentoring other people and being mentored more officially, I guess. Yeah. And I was kind of given, I don't know, you may have seen this before, but it's kind of like a cross model where yeah. you're at the center and then you're, you know, you want to be poured into, and then you want to have peer mentors mm-hmm. on the side, and yeah. then you want to be pouring into somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of like the ideal, like, what do you think of that? I think that is so healthy and that is definitely needed. Cause I think if one of those pieces are missing, then it's, you know, it's not even and like, there's something like there is something missing. I think there's value in having someone pouring into you and having peers like my roommates, we, we exchange ideas together. And we like talk about what we're experiencing. But then there should also be that pouring out If someone is pouring into you like you should be giving back to someone else. And so I definitely think that uh, it's it's an, each side is needed, you know. Um, and so yeah, I think that is such a cool um, uh like a model of mentorship and even just life and relationships, like just period, you should have someone pouring in you, you should be pouring in and you should have people that are on the same level as you. And so, yeah, I think that was a cool um, model of mentorship for sure. Wow. Like, yeah, maybe we'll, <laughs> we'll see, figure out a way to put it out on Instagram or something. I don't know. Make yeah. a cool graphic about it. Cause it's, it's a, it's, an, it would be a cool visual to see like that is, that's the exchange of, of mentorship is though all those different levels of it so they all have valuable things to bring to the table yeah oh my gosh okay yeah no kiana like can you be my mentor like from what i'm hearing i'm like you sound amazing okay (laughs) because i'm like i i've had like i'll even add in like i've had mentors and like before but like they it wasn't it wasn't there was no the cross you know like how we're talking about like the cross it wasn't yeah. really like they weren't really getting poured into and then I was just getting poured oh, in like yeah. it, was just, it was not good it was yeah. not it was kind of toxic so I was just like yeah I kind of have to break away from that and I'm just I I guess like if God wants to bring a mentor into my life that's like I'm cool with that you know so yes. but I'm just like go with the flow you know yeah seriously. absolutely and so now I have a question for you so what is some good advice you would like to give those young women and girls out there who wish to be a mentor. So can you encourage them? Yeah. Um, I was just, I actually did a, I mean, uh, I did a devotional on the Bible app about how Jesus mentored. And I was just curious because I mean, there's like a lot of books about leadership and how Jesus led, but this was really cool to me because um, he, 
what the the thing that they say is that he went out and found his mentees. Most of the time you hear like a mentee is looking for a mentor, but they're like, pretty much they were saying like, go out and find people. There are people that are around you that are younger than you or that are in a season of life that you were once in that you have something to give to them. And so I would just say, if you feel called to be a mentor, go find someone. If it's in your church, if it's at your job, um, just ask them, hey, like, let's just do life together. And it, it may feel weird because it's like, you know, Jesus went and asked his disciples to follow him. We probably wouldn't ask a person to like, like, hey, come follow me. That would be kind of weird now. <laughs> but there's a way to say like, hey, like, I want to just like share with you something that I have. If it's a gift, if you're just you specialize in something and you want to share that with someone, I think that would be the first thing I would say. Um, and then I would just um, say, like, you don't have to be perfect. Um, being a mentor does not mean you have it all figured out. Um, a lot of times I dealt with shame about, like, I've done things in my past that would not qualify me to be able to teach a young girl how to be pure and how to, like, you know, walk rightly uh, before the Lord. But I think that God gives you grace and he fills in the gaps in the areas that you are not you are an expert in. Um, and that's OK. And I think even inviting other people in your life to like love on them as well that will help you like they may have something to offer that peer-to-peer like you were saying in the cross model like they could offer something to your mentee that maybe you aren't an expert in um so that would just be it just like go for it I think that um there's a desire in your heart for a reason and um that you just you'll learn as you go just as they'll learn how to be a mentee um so I think that I would just say just go for it and God will lead the rest of the way yeah yeah that's so good that's so good I like it it takes some courage to to Mm -hmm. seek someone out because then you you have all these like this cycle of like self-doubt like oh like just like you said like it feels weird to think that you have something to offer somebody else but you do um I was actually, so we have this segment on our show called Girl Listen, and I don't know if you've probably heard it, but I was thinking like what you were just saying sounds like a Girl Listen right. moment. Ooh. Right. So I was thinking if you could just like, you know, condense what you were just saying and just say like, Girl Listen, like whatever. Yeah. Start Give them with advice that. for whoever wants to be a mentor. Girl Listen, um, you have something valuable to share with someone in your life. And um, just lean on the Lord. Um, If you don't know the Lord, um, lean on someone in your life who has wisdom to give you um, and then take what they've given you and share it with someone else. Because um, there is every it's it takes a village to uh, raise the next generation. The people that are coming up behind you, um, they have to continue this race. And so take all that you have and give it to someone else. And um, you will then be refreshed. Um, even when you get tired, don't go root, grow weary and doing well. Galatians 6, 9 is the biggest um, scripture I lean on when I'm mentoring and pouring out um, because at the proper time, you will reap a harvest if you don't give up. So um, girl, listen, you got this. Go out and be great. I love mm. it. <laughs> so, so good. So, so oh good. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. Kiana. Thank you. Um, Okay, so I have a question uh, for you as someone who started a non-for-profit organization and who that has grown pretty quickly. Um, so uh, I have a question for you. So I actually phrase this question, what do you think is key? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is key to spreading the word about a new non-for-profit? So what would be your advice for someone who wants to start a non-for-profit and has this like dream and goal, but has no idea where to start? 
Um, I would just definitely say start before you officially start. That was really big for me. Um, I didn't have, you know, um, my 501c3. I didn't have anything official, but I was doing the work. Um, uh, the mission that God put in my heart um, and the vision that he given me, I just started it. I started Instagram page. I started spreading the word about what I was passionate about. And that helped me create a following or people that believed in the same mission and vision that I had. And then I would just say, like, do your research about all of the like logistic and legal things, because that is really important so that the people that sow into your ministry or your not-for-profit um, will be able to benefit from that and however they need to tax wise. But other than that, I would just say, um, especially now in COVID, like it's hard to really like go into businesses and start handing out flyers and stuff, but call people, email them, send them things that you've already done and the numbers and the different things, depending on the mission of your nonprofit, but there's still a way to get the word out there about your nonprofit. Um, and I would just say, use what you have until you do get the tools that you need to really spread it in the way that you need to. But honestly, like the biggest supporters of my non-for-profit were just my family and my friends. Word of mouth is really the best way to spread anything about any type of business or whatever you're doing. And so use them, ask them if they believe in you, even if they can't support financially or whatever, just have them share a flyer. We've been seeing that a lot with small business, like sharing a flyer and liking and commenting means more sometimes than even buying something or pouring into financially into a business. And so, um, yeah, I'll just, just say like, be brave and just do it. Cause like at the end of the day, if, if it's something that God has given you to do, like he will make way for it, um, to like come to pass, like pass whatever it is. And even if it doesn't grow as big as fast as you want to like like humble beginnings for me has been everything like I don't care what I do like if I start small like I know that if I'm faithful with that small thing one day it will grow and you know it's just it's just commitment and consistency um and whatever you believe in I love that I love that you said like even before that you're saying that uh, before you did mentorship you felt kind of like that shame or you felt something you're like I, I don't think I can pour into people yeah. you know and and yeah. there's this thing like even with me and Hannah like before we even started this episode we were you know how like we were so scared to do it we just yeah. kind of did it afraid and then we're like yeah no this is we're actually yeah. reaching out to people people are actually listening like this yeah. is it's a good thing you know and what yeah. you're doing is a great thing right. and I just have to applaud you for that and yeah. I just want to say, yeah, thank you for impacting those younger generations as well. Yeah. And, you know, so and um, I just yeah, also want to totally. ask you. Yeah, I also want to ask you is that what does being brave mean to you and what makes you brave? Yeah, um, I would say that like what you said, doing it afraid. I don't think like you have to be brave to like say like you say you're brave. Like it's kind of like that blind faith, like just doing um, doing it without knowing what the effects or what will happen afterwards, like what it's going to look like, just taking that step of courage and being bold in whatever you're doing, even if you don't think it will succeed. Um, like it is, it really is just going forward, not knowing what's going to happen. It's faith, I think, you know? And yeah. so um, for me, what being brave looks like is like not caring about what other people will think because I do something that to them seems foolish. Like if we think about Noah and the ark, like he was building this ark and everyone was looking at him like, what are you doing? It, it hasn't ever rained before, whatever. And, you know, I think that it's just like not caring about what everyone will have to say, even if it's your close family and friends, because they may not have the faith or the bravery to do it. You just have to 
know that in your heart, what you're doing is for a reason. And I think that will drive whatever it'll, that adrenaline will just come and you'll just do it um, without worrying about what will happen. Just, just do it. Like Nike said, just do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I feel like when you're doing, when you're starting something or going for something, there is something to be said for like confidence coming on the journey. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the confidence at the beginning might be little, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but then as you start and as you like develop this dream or this vision, or even like really get things like nailed down and details put in and whatever, I feel like that's when confidence really truly comes. So. And like, it's so funny, like I even had a conversation with my uh, parents today and we were talking about how, like, when you do those brave things, right, you're you're actually, um, people are actually waiting for you kind of thing, right? So it's like, you have to do it. You just got to do it. Like if it's your call to do it, you just do it because you are impacting the next generation and people are waiting and counting on you for your your words and what you have to say. So absolutely. And that will drive you. That will drive you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's so good. Um, Yeah, thanks so much for for telling us about you and and your your what you're doing. I think Mm -hmm. it's really cool to. Can you also just tell us how old are you? Yeah, I am 25. I'll be 26 in a couple months. So yes, 25 years old. Yes, amazing. And it's it's really great like to see people who are your age um, just doing really cool things and and having that confidence. Because I also think like there's something that happens in I, I like in young people uh, that want to start something, and there's all these like, oh, I'm too young, like I'm not experienced enough, I don't have the right education. Um, but really, like it's such a huge part of of having those things, having experience, having the education is like going for it and just like you said like just do it nike had it right (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) no i i definitely say our generation um like like we are we literally were born for such a time as this like i've seen so many young people i think even after i started my nonprofit, a young girl who's 16 years old inboxed me on facebook and was like i want to start a nonprofit for homeless people in atlanta she moved from oklahoma to atlanta with her dad and was like I see so many homeless people and I was like, I was taken back because I'm like, wow, she's 16, like nine years younger than me. And she's like, I see a need. I want to meet the need. And that's really what it is. It's like not letting limitations. Like she doesn't have a job. She doesn't even have her own house. And she's like, I want to help them. And so I think that, like you said, Michaela, like people need to see you do it to know that they can do it. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, man, I would just say to, like I said, again, to anybody that's listening right now, like there's a dream, there's something you have, like even reach out to these girls, Michaela and Hannah, because like just talking with someone about something that you're excited about, mm-hmm. it will even start to like build up that faith and that courage and that bravery in you to be like, I actually can do this, you know? So, and mm-hmm. don't, don't let anything limit you, even your own self. Cause a lot of times we do, we let our own fear stop us from doing right. things that, you know, you know, we know God called us to do so. Wow. Totally true. And that just like ties right back into what you were talking about right at the beginning is like having a mentor, like having a sounding board is so key. Um, And like, like talking to be able to talk to someone and get advice. So important. Yeah. Thanks for that. This conversation has been so empowering. I just have to say. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So good. Yeah. So good. Um, 
So we also have a segment on our show that's called Asking for a Friend. And so we have an, on, we have an anonymous question that was sent in to us. And we were wondering if you could help us answer it. Uh, as we were kind of going over our questions before the show, this one just like like truly made us think that you would have something really important to say. Just as someone who yeah. gives advice and someone who mentors people younger than you and who has been mentored. Um, okay, so this is the question. Okay. How do we champion other women who are insecure and who put others down? Um, I would just say kind of like pour love out on them because normally people that are insecure or put other people down, it's because internally they're fighting something about themselves. They want other people to feel that same pain. And so I think that like people always say, um, you know, like fight people with kindness or whatever, or kill them with kindness. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I would say in the most genuine way, continue to just love on them because they are missing that and they may need that really. And that's why they're pouring out, you know, hate instead of love. And um, I would just say, don't ridicule them because they're hurt, like hurt people, hurt people. And they right. don't even do it purposely. Sometimes that's just all they know. And so I would just say, continue to be that example of championing women even when you may be dealing with insecurity yourself, because I found that's the best way to reap something back is to pour, like even what you don't have, even if you feel less than, if you feel insecure, like just love on people and it'll come back to you. So um, yeah, that's what would be the best advice I could say for that. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, that's so good. I, I like, I totally, cause I feel like we can all relate to, you know, living out of insecurity or feeling like we're, you know, so I, I, like we're, I feel like we're going to, we're going to talk about this again later, Yeah. but like in another episode, but we, I feel like so often when we live out of insecurity, it makes us like defensive and angry and, and mean. And so really like, you're right. Like people who are putting other people down are often the most insecure. Um, so yeah, Very true. it's good advice. That's love good. on them. We all need love. We do. We all <laughs> oh, Kiana, I just got to say, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. I honestly, like when I saw y'all start y'all's podcast, I was like, I don't care if anyone in Oklahoma or the U.S. knows them. I'm like, what they're doing is so amazing. And I just want people to listen and hear it. And so I'm just so excited for like what God is going to continue to do with y'all through this podcast and just how many young girls are going to be impacted by like y'all are mentor. Y'all are someone's virtual mentor. Like oh, that's a pretty, I have virtual I mentors that. forever. And so just know that someone is listening to this and they're being impacted heavily. So Thank um, you. Thank you for that. Thanks so much. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Kiana. You're so encouraging. And like from yes. the beginning, you were one of our really big encouragers. I yeah. remember like, yes. I think it was after our first, first episode, Kayla and I were in the studio and we were like yeah. reading your like, we're listening to the video that you posted on Instagram. Yeah. Like, dang, like this girl's got our like, back. We were okay, so happy. Yeah. We got, we're like, yes. Okay. We got someone. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, well, thank awesome. you. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I just want to, um, just ask you can you give us like your contact where can we find you like on social media yeah i would definitely say um my non-for-profit believing is key is believing is key inc um on instagram and then my personal instagram is just kiana clary's irby Mm -hmm. um and all of those are spilt just how they sound believing is key um, ink is and then my name I'm pretty sure it'll be like in the show notes or something yes, um, but I can definitely spill that out if y'all need me to but yeah those are the places that you can find me um, and then I also have my website for my non-for-profit if you want to go check that out it's just believingiskey.com 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, I look forward to maybe um, getting to know some of you all that follow me or something like that. But yeah. Yes. Yeah. Reach out to Kiana. Definitely mm-hmm. check out what she's doing. Um, like even simply to be inspired by yeah. someone who started something. And, and I think people will be inspired by this conversation because I'm inspired by so you. So am I. Oh my gosh. <laughs> make me blush. <laughs> thank you so much. Again. All right. Well, thank you so much. This has thank been an you. awesome time with you. Oh, um, yes. This is Hannah. And this is Michaela. And it's time, time to, to be, be brave. brave. Thanks for listening to the Brave Girls Podcast, a product of Brave Global Organization.